0: Uh, through our app, and um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, so seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well, uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Give Shall we pray, precious Father in heaven? Thank you again for a new week upon us. Thank you for last week, Lord, and making it through this new week. We don't know anything about. But we do know who holds the weak in their hands. Lord, we ask and pray that we you follow your will and that your guidance, protection, and keeping power is upon us as these days become new to us. God, we love you and we praise your name. We thank you for being the God that you are. You not have to be so good and so kind, but God, we open up our mouths and we give you a verbal praise, Lord. Our hearts elated, our minds open to whatever the Spirit has for us. Lord, we say thank you. Bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me grace from on high, Lord, to say a word, to be a blessing to someone under the sound of my voice. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in their sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again on this new week, this new Sunday, the 24th of September. as 2023. Slowly approaching the end. Days and months, the year goes fast. Um, The week before last, I told you the text for this Sunday, Proverbs 27 and 17. And um, we had a chance to read the entirety of that chapter, 27, certainly encourage that. And uh, but 27, 17 will be where we lay down our tempos this morning. Uh, the Sunday after next would be the next podcast. And um, that'll be the second Sunday in October the 8th. And uh, Hebrews 10, 25 through 27 would be where we. Lay down our papers for that week, as this week we're beginning our new series, Faithful in Fellowship. Faithful in Fellowship. Uh, Hebrews ten, twenty five to twenty seven will be the second sermon in this new series. <clears throat> but Proverbs twenty seven, seventeen for today, and I'm gonna read uh, you know, since it's a short verse, I'm going to read three different translations uh, of this. And uh, just to give a different illumination of the verse and inception of the same verse through different translations. 2717 of Proverbs, uh, Solomon writes, Iron sharpens iron, and one person sharpens another. A CSB translation amplified translation as iron sharpens iron so one man sharpens and influence another through discussion and then lastly the living bible translation a friendly discussion is as stimulating as the sparks that fly when iron strikes iron the grass withers and the flower fades away with the word of our god shall stand for ever I just want to give a title to the sermonic notes this morning. You need a spark. You need a spark. Uh, Real friends are those people who, when you make a fool of yourself, don't think that you have done a permanent job. A friend is someone who is there when the good times aren't. A friend is someone who always gets in your way when you are on your way down. A friend is someone who comes in when the world walks out. Friends can make us better believers. We need friends who will challenge and sharpen our thinking, help us make good decisions, and help us hone our spiritual lives until they are razor sharp. Good friends work to rub off dull edges and make each other better. That is why we need ministries and churches that are full of men and women talking about more than work, the weather, and sports. Here once again, Solomon reminds us that no person was ever meant to journey through this life alone. He stresses our need for one another by using swords, sharpening one another as an example. In Solomon's day, swords were often sharpened by rubbing two blades together along their edges. And in so doing, both blades benefited by being sharpened off one another. Learned men may sharpen each other's minds, and Christians may sharpen each other's graces. Some say that iron sharpens iron means that God can use the wounds of a friend to motivate and sharpen us. Either way, the phrase iron sharpened iron from Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen highlights the important truth that people affect one another. Words and actions define relationships for better or for worse, and they change people, so people need to act accordingly. Three things real quickly, and I'll let you alone this Sunday morning. First, need for accountability. This phrase, this scripture, iron sharpens iron, uh, gives a reference to an inclination that allows significant others a close look into our lives so that they can see the specific weaknesses or problems in our areas. Well, that's just a simple words, a way of saying be transparent. And some people have a problem with being transparent and open if they need help in a situation they don't want to be open for fear of being too vulnerable for somebody to have the inside information of what's going wrong possibly they use it later but at the moment it is a, a sense of vulnerability that most people do not want to accept you just don't like to have folk in your business now, what's so odd and what's so ironic is that some folks, we allow folks into other business, but business that would help us that we need to get stronger in and be better in, we don't want nobody in there. So transparency is needed. The counter for accountability to be able to be achieved, transparency has to be there. Demands that the person receiving the counsel or advice is willing to allow the friends to look for the vulnerabilities in their life. To accept what they point out and then do something to fix when they hear it. It's godly counsel. We we listen to everybody else. We don't listen to good godly counsel. We we do the opposite of what the godly counsel people say. We do what we want to do. Sometimes you can't just go around doing what you want to do because you put you in a bad position. But you got to be able to accept what folks say out of love matthew 18 15 says if your brother sins go and reprove him in private between you and him alone that's the problem with some is that we just don't we we don't we don't want to we don't want to receive the reproof uh paul said in ephesians 4 15 and 24 i said the one who offers advice and guidance must be brave enough to speak the truth in love. So if you do that, speak in love, and then you speak in private, if your brother is not doing as needed for the walk in spirituality, then uh, you have a problem. Because the in love, the speak in truth in love, goes with the speak in private. See, a lot of folk like to put people on blast. That's the problem sometimes, because we like to put folk on blast in front of folk. And that's how folk receive it wrongly because you can't say certain things in front of people to somebody. Uh, you have to take them to the side in privacy, talk with them, pray with them. Uh, what we're trying to do here is this whole Christian journey is we're trying to uh, elevate one another spiritually. We got a lot of churches who are doing some dogmatic stuff. They're doing some, some condemning stuff and, and it's not Christian. It's not uh, Christ-like. We got to make sure we're elevating one another. If we're going to be reproof it's going to be transparency allowed. You're going to have godly counsel. If you're going to speak the truth in love to hold somebody accountable to to sharpen the iron, uh, we must do it in practice. <laughs> yeah, you you can't do it in front of everybody. You can't. Let's pull it to the side. That's why sometimes you see uh, churches that tickles me when women trying to reprove women young women when they're not dressing properly you don't do it in front you put them to the side you know the bible does say we we'll dress modestly in modest apparel but don't do it in front of nobody you do it uh to the side you hold them accountable to the side you know you know you know you know you know put them on blast it just it creates a negative response. It creates a negative environment, and I got to deal with the the, the, the response and uh, what was said. <laughs> There's a whole lot of extra. So so need for accountability. And Then secondly, need for relationship. One person sharpens another. Uh, if you read, got a chance to read early in this chapter, it says faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy some folk dress around like they're your friend but really they're your enemy we know this concept to be true it is much better to accept godly advice or even constructive criticism for someone we know someone we love someone we know that cares about us than it is from a stranger or simple acquaintance that's yeah, so why be be careful because see um and i don't want to put nobody in the uh, well, sometimes you you, you got to test the water. Everything ain't meant for everybody. And people say the Lord laid on my. test. No, nah, wait a minute. I don't know you. I just, uh, hmm. You know that's why you gotta be careful about who who you allow lay your hands on you and pray for you because you don't know them. See, I believe my testing is if I seen you living your life and I know you to be. Believer in your life, I've seen you in action, Then I got more of a, a chance. I, I'm more inc- inclined to allow some things to be said or done for you from you because I've seen you in action. I've seen you. I've been with you. I know it's different, quite different from somebody I don't know to come off the street telling me that the Lord laid on my heart. Well, I don't. I don't know where your heart is. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna go pray. <laughs> I'm gonna go pray myself um but I, I, that's that's part of it um relationship you don't have a relationship with, with with everybody that's why the church relationship is so vital importance uh because you build a relationship with people you worship with and even that sometimes you got to be careful but at least you know you see folk weekly week in and week out but but get some folk you know psalm 64 Number sixty-four and number uh one forty, bitter and or poisonous words are neither needed or wanted. Says who wet their tongues. Sixty four and three said, Who wet their tongues like swords, who aim bitter words like arrows. That comes from people you know sometimes. And then number one forty and three said they make their tongues as sharp as a serpent. The poison of vipers is on their lips. <laughs> That's what people you know. And that's what people, uh, you go to church with in in week, out of week. But we we, we want to know that the person giving us the counsel has our best interest at heart. Friends may indeed wound us at times, but we can understand and appreciate their genuine motives. Yeah, you know, I know your intentions. I, I understand what you're trying to do. You, you're trying to do it for my good. That's what the church ought to be about. People's good. That's why I can't understand for the life of me. Somebody can explain to me how folk will talk to everybody else but the pastor. I don't wanna know your business. I just want to give you some good advice and we pray about it and you go on about your business. I folks who are scared the pastor gonna talk about on me over but no, 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 you we, we don't pray good pastors don't. You don't say names and whatnot. You may have circumstances that resemble or similar, but you trying to get help. People trying to get help. That's what you think. But uh, You got to have relationships. You got to get some good counsel for your good. That's why you want to know that it's genuine. Uh, People who can help rub off the hard edges, the rough edges who honestly have our best interest in mind when they do it. Times when these sharpened these conversations, even from love and friends, can come across as harsh and mean or judgmental. But it definitely helps to know that these people care. And they have a genuine interest in helping us get better. So you have relationships. by congregation in fellowship, relationships become important. Because, because we're trying to do what God wants us to do and be better at it. It's all is making us better for the kingdom of God. It's what it's doing, helping us become what God wants us to be. And then lastly, not only there's a need for uh, accountability, uh, there's a need for a relationship. And lastly, the need for motivation. Iron because our motivation should be to be better as a growing spiritual person in Christ and the people who surround us are very important in shaping us and making us all we can be in Christ. But what should they be doing? Well, here go a short list. They should be encouraging us. should be praying for you. It should be giving you godly counsel. It should be holding us accountable for our actions and it should be motivating our growth in the Lord. But you can either reject or accept good counsel, advice or constructive criticism with an attitude of willingness because the Holy Spirit convicts and the word of God sharpens. And one person can be used by God to help the other. The incentive here is to mutually be mutually beneficial. Both pieces of iron must work together to accomplish the desired intent. That was the motivation. Uh, both items being sharpened. And whenever a good friend wants to help us grow, it is obvious that they truly want what is best for us. Then it is imperative for us to accept the counsel, advice or constructive criticism with an attitude of willingness and an acceptance of what they are telling us. But however, the person that says it No matter how close of a friend, uh, they may not still understand the exact things that may be in your situation. Uh, And that's why we can always go back uh, to the life-changing truth uh, of God's Word. Uh, Waldo Ralph Emerson said, the the purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful. Uh, It is to be honorable. Uh, It is to be compassionate. To have to make difference that you have lived and lived well But verse 19 in this chapter says that water reflects the face so one's life reflects the heart what's in your heart reflects who you are and i'm so glad that jesus specializes in making our hearts like him i'm so glad that That Jesus is working to shape us uh, and sharpen an iron with us uh, to make us a whole lot better than what we are. I'm so glad that Jesus... uh, decided 2,000 years ago uh, to march up Calvary's hill uh, and let them nail nails in his hands, uh, riveted his feet, uh, pierced them in his side, uh, and down, old rugged cross. Uh, he died uh, to the soldiers, said, surely uh, this must be the Son of God. Uh, it took him off that cross, uh, laid him in a borrowed tomb, uh, but early Sunday morning, uh, Sunday morning, uh, he got up from the grave uh, with all power in his hand and that's why we get a spark when we live our life for christ putting him first living our life like him being like him talking like him walking like him it's not hard when you have jesus in your corner it's going to be some rough days. It's going to be some down days. But as long as I got King Jesus, everything will be all right. Say yes. Say yes. Because on that Sunday morning, not only did Jesus get up, but all power. All power. All power. Got up with him uh, and was in his hand. uh, Stronger than any power you can imagine. Uh, Dunamis power. uh, All power in his hand. uh, So the haters can't get me. Uh, I'm just going to step over them. uh, Whatever you need, uh, he can supply. Uh, Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Uh, on a Sunday morning uh, Everything got right uh, On a Sunday morning uh, The third day uh, Everything in life Was put back right uh, Won't he do it Say yes Say yes oh. the invitation is extended now If you don't know Jesus And the pardon of your sins If you would like To get to know him better. uh, and Get saved. Allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as A-B-C. Accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.